Um, I, it's, it's difficult to juggle all the different places and styles that we communicate in now, uh, nowadays, but it's extremely important to be where the audience is. And that's something that also comes over to our, our media business and make, we can't just be a newsletter company. We can't just be an events company. We need to be in the business of knowledge, in the business of audience and go where that audience is. And for segments of our audience, that's social. For segments of our audience, that's newsletter. For segments of our audience, that's direct to housingwire.com or realtrends.com or reversemortgagedaily.com. For others, that's our events. And uh, so we, we have to be where the audience is. And th that's a communication skill that can play so widely in so many different roles and professions. And um, even in your home life, um, I'm a, I recently joined a, uh, an executive group, right? get more exposure to other peers um, that are building businesses and other entrepreneurs. And I think one thing a lot of professionals uh, don't think about as often is how important is communication in your personal life as well. I think there's a lot that, that I'm working on that other executives in my network are working on how to communicate better to their spouses and kids and, and parents. It's uh, communication is really like probably going to be my most important personal and professional focus in 2022, but it's something I've been working on for, for over a decade. You're listening to Batting 1000 with Dale Vermillion, where heavy hitters from mortgage, real estate, and business share their secrets for lasting success. With your host, award-winning sales strategist and industry icon, Dale Vermillion. Hey guys, Dale Vermillion here with you for Batting 1000. And uh, as you know, uh, this, this podcast is dedicated to bringing the heavy hitters of the mortgage and real estate industry. And I am so honored and so proud to say that we have got a really, really great guy today that I'm going to have a chance to sit down and talk with. Uh, really heavy hitter. His name is Clayton Collins. Clayton, come on down. We are so glad to have you here today. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Dale, thank you for having me. You and Jake are both far too kind with your kind words and the invitation to join you today. I, I couldn't be more honored and excited to join you and speak with your audience and clients and all the folks who have followed you for advice and knowledge over the years. Well, Clayton, we appreciate that. You know, you, uh, your, your reputation precedes you, but I'm just going to mention a few things so people know. I, I know everybody knows who you are, but we'll just mention so they've got it. You are the CEO of Housing Wire Media, and uh, which I believe is the greatest publication in the entire real estate and mortgage industry. You guys are, are just leading cutting edge when it comes to getting information out there to mortgage professionals, to real estate professionals, and to the financial industry at large to help them understand what's happening. Uh, you've got a lot of background before that, though. You also are uh, I understand the managing partner of IMR Capital, uh, which is one of the owners that bought uh, HW, Housing Wire, and uh, the media team. And previous to that, you were actually in the business. You, you worked for RBC for a while. You were with Citibank for a while uh, in senior VP positions and vice president positions. So you've got a lot of background in that, and I'm sure that's helped you. And what I want to start with today is I want to just, you know, you're, you're, a, you're an incredibly a uh, successful guy at, at a young age who's done a lot of things, who's accomplished a lot of things and been around a lot of people. I would love to hear a little bit from you about just a little bit of the story for the audience of kind of your upcoming through the mortgage industry, the things you've learned and gleaned and just, you know, kind of what got you where you're at today and, and what gave you the motivation to start Housing Wire and lead that up as the CEO. Well, Dale, I can tell you after um, having three kids under the age of five and uh, almost six years in the mortgage media business, I don't feel so young anymore, but it's been a, it's been a fast path. 
Um, yeah, yeah. So I started my career in financial services. I kind of often joke with my my team and folks around here that I, I, I'm I'm just a banker uh, helping media professionals uh, grow a media company, and I've always seen my highest and best use at HW as being recruiting, developing and retaining the, the best business media professionals we can to, to serve our audience of, of housing professionals and, and all of our verticals and real estate and mortgage and servicing and, and capital markets and title and valuation. Like our, our North Star mission is moving markets forward for those professionals. And uh, and like I said, as a, as a former banker, I, I joke that, hey, I'm, I'm not the guy who's going to cover the articles and, and uncover the news and develop the source relationships but I will do the best thing, the best that I can to recruit and give the people that can do that extremely well, all the resources they need to serve the audience of, of housing professionals that, that we care so much about. So um, that, that's what I see my greatest roles being here. Um, but my path def definitely is a little bit unique. I, I started it at Citigroup and I mean, I was uh, start, started right in the middle of financial crisis, which, um, you know, can be looked at as a positive or, or a negative thing for, for me and my professional development turned out to be extremely positive. So in, in, in 2008, at the age of 23, I was managing a, a retail branch in, in Midtown Manhattan with, with more employees than I was years old. Um, I hosted a retirement party for, for an employee when I was 23. That's something that like I ne never thought I'd be doing. Uh, but uh, that, that early leadership experience um, and arguably what was one of the most stressful times and, and hopefully that I'll ever see in my professional life in the financial system um, was extremely developmental and something that's definitely charted the course for the way that I try to lead today and the way I look at business and opportunities and progress and momentum and risk. And uh, so pr pretty defining uh, experience at a relatively early stage in my career. You know, I love how you parse that out, that even in the toughest times we go through in this industry, there is so much to be learned. Um, and those who really pay attention and learn from that end up going into you know, great careers in the mortgage arena and the housing arena. Let me ask you a question because we're, we're talking about leadership here uh, for just a minute. Tell me from your perspective, you've been a leader for a long time. You, you were promoted at a high level at a young age. Um, what do you think, if you were to look back and say what the number one principle or the number one thing from a leadership standpoint that you feel is the single most important thing that leaders today could really learn from you or could should be putting into their leadership repertoire, what would that thing be? So that developmental experience at, at City and something that's kind of continued through my my professional career at Royal Bank of Canada and, and launching Remar and now HW it is communication and that that's communication um, to to your team uh, from the day you're recruiting those folks how you communicate the story and the mission and the vision and the role and the responsibility to your your current team members and making sure they understand the direction you're headed the goals, the, the incentives, the, the challenges and the opportunities, reiterating those again and again and again, and then also managing up. I have an investor group and a board and folks that, uh, you know, that I need their support. I need their continued support year in and year out. 
and that ultimately is it ultimately is another communication game and communication challenge. So I, I think one of the things that I developed early and one thing that I that I still look to, to, to coaches and, and peers for support on is how to be a better communicator, communicating the things that your constituents need to know. Not too much. You don't want to stress people out about the things that they don't need to worry about, but understand the things that they need to know, the things they need to know to do their job well. And that, that's one of my biggest focus areas um, as, as a leader. I love that. You know, it's, it's funny because I talk about the importance of, of consistent communication constantly in the corporate arena. And it is probably the biggest lag or missing piece that I see is managers just stay in their in their cocoons and they don't get out and they don't really get their teams understanding the vision of where they're going. So they can vision cast out and see where that's headed. Give us a little bit, help help the audience understand a little bit when you talk about uh, consistent communication with your people and making sure you're both communicating down and up. And I love how you talk about both the downward and upward spiral because it goes both ways. Um, what are some of the, the strategies and techniques that you would recommend a leader in the frequency of that communication? What are just a couple of, of golden jewels that they can take that would help them in communicating their teams in a better way, no matter what level you're at, whether you're a mid-level manager, you know, you're a, an S level, you're a C level, doesn't matter. It all applies the same way. What are some of those things? This is the first time I've kind of drawn this analogy, but I, I know in, in sales and in mortgage origination and in real estate, we, we talk often about communicating with your referral sources and your past clients and your, and your, your future prospects, and you have to be where they are. So a lot of times in the mortgage and real estate world that comes like, hey, are you on, on Facebook and, and TikTok and are you doing Instagram reels and are you sending out emails to your database and are you attending local events? As a leader, you have to think about those same things. Like, where are your constituents? Where, where is your audience? So when I think internally, I have to go where my team communicates. And uh, our internal tool at, at HousingWire, like we, at HW Media, like we're, our team's on Slack all day. That's how they're communicating with each other. That's how they're um, managing projects. That's how they're managing workflows. That's how they're doing the, the modern version of water cooler chat. So there's certain things that need to be communicated in, in, in that medium. There's other things that are more appropriate for email. There's other things that are more appropriate for the virtual town hall. And there's other things that are more appropriate when you, when you bring everybody in and we're based in Dallas. 50% of our team is distributed across the country now. We're bringing everybody in on the second week of December to, to do a holiday party and have some team meetings. There's other things that are just more important to communicate in person. So it's finding the right medium for that message, but then being consistent across across the mediums and, and also being consistent across your management team and executive team to make sure that just not just the CEO, but also your, your directors and division leaders have the, have the same message, the same approach, the same strategy. And, and that's kind of the, the internal look, the investor group, the board, um, your clients, your, your partners and industry peers, like all, all different channels. So um, I, it's, it's difficult to juggle all the different places and styles that we communicate in now, uh, nowadays, but it's extremely important to be where the audience is. And that's something that also comes over to our, our media business and make we can't just be a newsletter company. We can't just be an events company. We need to be 
in the business of knowledge, in the business of audience and go where that audience is. And for segments of our audience, that's social. For segments of our audience, that's newsletter. For segments of our audience, that's direct to housingwire.com or realtrends.com or reversemortgagedaily.com. For others, that's our events. And uh, so we, we have to be where the audience is. And th that's a communication skill that can play so widely in so many different roles and professions. And um, even in your home life, um, I'm a, I recently joined a, uh, an executive group where I get more exposure to other peers um, that are building businesses and other entrepreneurs. And I think one thing a lot of professionals uh, don't think about as often is how important is communication in your personal life as well. I think there's a lot that, that I'm working on that other executives in my network are working on how to communicate better to their spouses and kids and, and parents. It's uh, communication is really like probably going to be my most important personal and professional focus in 2022, but something I've been working on for, for over a decade. <laughs> and with three kids under five, you really got to work <laughs> yes, yeah. on that side of it. So you'll learn how to communicate well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and logic does not work. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, look, you, you unpacked a whole bunch of really powerful stuff there. I loved how you talked about consistency. I loved how you talked about knowing where your audience is at and meeting them where they're at. So important. And then defining the communication method. And I'm sure you'd agree to this. In today's world, we've got so many people working from home. We've got disconnected, you know, sales forces, operations teams, support staff, administrative staff. We've got all this disconnect happening in today's business world. Would you agree that communication has never been more important than it is right now? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. It's hard to say. Communication has always been important, but the the flood of information and flood of the good and the bad and the distractions and the, the entertainment and everything else that, that hits everybody nowadays, consistent communication has probably never been more important. I think there was a, a day where a leader, whether it was a politician or a CEO or the head of a household could say something once and that message would carry. I think that's a very hard strategy to to hinge on nowadays there. I think there's a an increased focus on saying it once and saying it again and saying it again and saying it again to reinforce and saying it again to add more detail. And that that consistent flow of information, whether it's in the same medium or multiple mediums, I think that is what we can say, Dale, is more important now than ever. Awesome. Awesome. Love that. So let's talk for a minute. You guys just had your annual conference. Congratulations. It, it, it was a, a huge success. Um, and I'm sure that there was a whole lot of uh, great information exchanged during that. Give us a couple of tidbits. If you, as you look down the road at 2022, 2023 and beyond, you know, the market's shifting. I, I'm, I'm right now spending a lot of time with my clients on really working them through a rising rate market, this inventory, you know, riddled uh, purchase market that we're in, these, these, you know, inflated values. I mean, there is a whole bunch of moving parts right now that we're helping clients understand how to work through and succeed in and, and be able to balance those and kind of create in all of that, all of that friction, how to make it much more succinct so that it's working. Give us a couple of the principles or a couple of the things that you heard and you saw talked about during that conference that you think are really key things that originators and lenders need to be thinking about going into these new marketplaces and the economy that we're in today. Yeah. So, um, 
I, I wouldn't advocate for anyone to have three kids under five. I also wouldn't advocate for anybody <laughs> to, to host an in-person event on the on the tail end of a pandemic. Um, hopefully, tail end is is true. The st stress points all all over the place. I think we had to uh, iterate our our strategy and our policy more more times than I could, could ever want to uh, <laughs> ever wanted to do. Couldn't be more excited for 2022 uh, when we're hopefully in a much more normal environment where. Where, where everyone's comfortable getting on the road and taking off the, the mask and, and crowding in a room and doing the networking and community and all the stuff that we all value and, and desire so much. But our, I'll, I'll come back to, to the event now. So our, our 2021 Housing Wire Annual is our first person doing Housing Wire, first time doing Housing Wire Annual as an, as an in-person event. We, we launched Housing Wire Annual in 2020 in, in, the, in the heart of, of COVID as a, as a virtual event. Um, our strategy, our vision was that there's amazing events across the housing landscape and in, in mortgage and real estate and in, in, in coaching and title like there, there's something for everyone. But what there isn't in what we're trying to build is something that brings everyone together. So we, we love going to the NBA Our half our team was out at, at NAR last week, We've been at a dozen other conferences and in Q3 in the beginning of Q4. But what we really want to do is create an environment that brings together all things housing. So something that brings together the real estate brokers and team leaders, the origination leaders and the, the, the lending and IMB CEOs, the, the valuation experts, the title company leaders, the folks that are building the next generation of the housing market. And, and that is what we're seeking to do with, with Housing Wire Annual. So this year was V1. We brought to get, brought some amazing content to the stage. I, I have to say our, our content team um, really hit it out of the park. And that's something I, I guess you should expect from us. I'd say if we have one core competency, it is it is content and bringing the, the right people to the, to, to the conversation. Um, but the topics kind of continually reiterated a point. So we, we'd have a session on, on, on servicing, but the conversation would flow into uh, origination products and capital market demand. We'd have, we'd have a session on cybersecurity, but it would flow into pressures on closing timelines and uh, valuation concerns on, on getting loans closed on, in a certain amount of time, which, which flowed right into the topic at hand of, of cybersecurity. So what ultimately was being highlighted is when there's pressure points on certain parts of the, the, the housing flow from whether it's a lack of inventory to taking too long to get an appraisal, to, to taking too long to close a loan, to maybe a rising rate environment. Th those, those pressures put um, concern or, or uh, overemphasis of focus in certain areas, which creates weakness in other parts of the market, which is why the all things housing theme is incredibly important. We can no longer think of the housing world in just the silo of mortgage origination or just the silo of what real estate agents want to tell you is happening in, in inventory. We have to connect all the dots. We have to think about what's happening in new home construction. We have to think about how new home prices and existing home prices are going to drive home buyer um, demand and home owner interest in, in selling or, or upgrading or, or refining. And then all of those factors will flow into how we have efficient servicing and secondary markets. And uh, so the theme that kept coming up is no matter how, how, how hard we tried 
the focus of speaker or a panel or a session in a particular area, the dots kept getting connected. The, the web was being woven and uh, it's an incredibly interconnected housing economy. And that's what's most exciting to me about it. And that's what we really hope that we can do at HW Media is better connect to the information and audiences and communities that will ultimately connect a more efficient and uh, sustainable and profitable housing economy because if we stay siloed, I, I'm really concerned about our industry's ability to continue forward with the leaders that are in place today. That, that, that means that the disruptors will come. They, they, they are hungry for the market share. Um, if, there's, if you talk to a venture capitalist right now about why they are interested in real estate, three letters come up. TAM, 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 tangible, addressable market. There are very few markets and very few segments of our economy where the profit potential is as large as housing. That puts a massive bullseye on our industry's back. And I say our industry, because I care about the professionals that are, that are in this today. I wanna see the lenders that are out there working hard, serving homeowners, working real estate agents innovate and also be the lenders that are successful in, in 5, 10, 20, 50 years. Um, same with the real estate side. I know there's going to be change. I, I know there's going to be evolution. I know there's going to be uh, innovation and disruptors. But I think that the players who have been building and learning and serving homeowners for, for, for decades have an opportunity to really look at the interconnected nature of our housing economy and, and be the future that they really aspire to be. Hey there, audio listener, producer Jake here. Thanks so much for checking out Dale's conversation with Clayton Collins, CEO of Housing Wire. As you can tell, Clayton has thought a lot about what it takes to be an effective leader and communicator in today's climate, and he shares many of those thoughts in the full conversation. So here's what I need you to do. If you want to listen to the full episode, visit dalevermillion.com forward slash diamond club to join a members only club that has exclusive access to the full length conversations Dale hosts with incredible guests. As a member, you'll not only get your own personalized feed to listen to Batting a Thousand in your favorite podcasting app, but access to the full video interview, plus gain access to transcripts, blog posts, and more. Become a Diamond Club member today by visiting Dale Vermillion. That's D-A-L-E-V-E-R-M-I-L-L-I-O-N.com forward slash Diamond Club. That's D-I-A-M-O-N-D-C-L-U-B. Thanks for listening. Batting a Thousand is a production of Mortgage Champions, a company that's been transforming the people who transform companies since 1995. Have a suggested topic or guest? Contact my team on Twitter. That's at Dale Vermillion. Or tweet us using the hashtag batting1000. That's hashtag batting1000.